Hey, I'm Phil. And I'm Chris. We are two dads who share one simple goal, to be better fathers to our kids. And that involves more time together with our families. More books, more movies, more board games. And most importantly, more meals together. And if we're going to spend more meals together, we need to be better cooks. So this is us trying to figure that out. Welcome to Dad's Kitchen. I bet you wouldn't want to die by way of the lemon zester. Oh, gosh. Pretty, pretty brutal, if you ask me. Have you ever, like, nicked a knuckle with a lemon zester? Once or twice, but it's definitely a constant fear every time I'm using one, which has only gotten <laughs> yeah. worse since we bought a microplane, which is kind of like a lemon zester, but five times as big. And, you know, basically it just has a thousand razor blades instead of the little like oh grind, grindy nubs. That sounds dastardly. My fear of knuckle nicking has definitely increased with that purchase. Yeah. Well, if you haven't already figured it out, I tend to have an irrational fear of lemon zesters. Maybe not so irrational because of the of the knuckle nicking. It's happened one too many times. But this episode is not about lemon zesters. It is, however, about something equally as sharp, if not more. And it's knives. We've got some pretty good knives. Like, I mean, they're from our wedding. Yeah. And which means they're at least a decade old. And there's a lot of them in the in the set. Some we use, some we don't. Yeah. I feel like it's like the universal wedding gift. It kind of is. It's on everyone's registry. And if you were like me, you probably registered for more than one set in hopes that whomever would buy the knives for you would end up purchasing the more expensive set. But in all actuality, you ended up with two sets. So it kind of backfired. <laughs> can't and, can't uh, say that happened to us. We just, we just went for one. But yeah, we just had that one set that we got for our wedding for a long time and this episode was actually inspired by some realizations that we had that we didn't have to live with that one set that we got for our wedding all our knives don't have to match and there's really no need for eight specific knives and so the inspiration for this came out of that realization and the purchase of a couple new knives that we kind of like a lot better than the set that we got. So Chris, what I think I hear you saying is that we can throw out our knife sets or maybe not throw them away, but give them away or do whatever, rid of them, if you will, and then get like two or three knives that you love and quality of life increases. And so does your cooking. Mm, maybe. Maybe. At least your enjoyment of it. I don't know. I think yeah. there's there's this idea that I was actually uh, talking with somebody about today in a, a slightly unrelated field, but I feel like the concept holds. And it's a philosophy that I feel like I've really ascribed to a lot lately. But just the idea of trimming something down to a simpler form, a form that you know is sustainable and you can actually follow through and deliver on and just that idea of simplifying kind of for mental energy sake as well as follow through I think you can apply that to the kitchen as well and there's nothing for me that immediately exemplifies that idea as cookware and 
other kitchen utensils like knives because you know we get these knives sets that are filled with eight different knives that have all these different specific uses you have a little fillet knife uh, a couple different varieties of chef's knives and like little or the meat cleaver bird beak knives and meat cleavers and how many of those do we really actually need and when i'm cooking and i'm thinking about how to prepare something i get in this this little mental roadblock thinking about and questioning am i using the right utensil part of that revelation that i was talking about that we had was that it's okay to only use a couple different pieces of cookware and a couple different knives and so we've been trying to pare down the amount of knives that we have to the ones that we really need totally agree with you 100 percent. if you could come up with a bullet point list of the knives that you use if you could quantify those what, what do you think they'd be i think the very first one would be you know, your, your normal chef's knife, because you can really do 90% of all of your prep work with just that knife. I love the rhythm that you can get into chopping vegetables with that knife. And you can't quite get into that same rhythm with, with smaller knives. There's something about the the larger blade and kind of the, the specific curve that it has that you can just get into like a really nice little rhythm. And that ends up being the knife that I reach for all the time. And it's nice feeling like it's okay just to have that one go to. Yeah. And like the, the curves that you're talking about, I, I think I'm slightly aroused. We could probably not put that in there. Continue. <laughs> oh my. And so beyond the chef's knife, if there's something that feels like it's too small for that size of knife, I'd be picking up a paring knife. And the knife that we just bought was actually a paring knife. And I, I love the utility of, of a small knife like that. You, can, you really can do a lot with that as well. I would say the vast majority of cooking prep work can be accomplished with just those two. Sure. Yeah, you, you could probably go an entire year of cooking with just those two knives. And I think you could, you could make some pretty cool dishes. Unless, of course, your wife is a world-renowned baker yes. like someone on this podcast. Yeah, so my, my wife is a baker. And at their bakery, they do carry a really fantastic bread knife, which I would say is the, the last of the three knives that we use all the time. There's something about a serrated knife that allows you to, to cut things that are generally pretty squishy really well Mm -hmm. you you let the serrations work for you instead of having to apply downward pressure so you're not squishing your bread although i've seen i've seen plenty of people squish their bread with a serrated knife just don't do that let the serrations work for you but then other things that works really well for it too things like tomatoes another squishy thing you can just like splat the seeds out all all over the place Um, wait wait a second Yes. You use serrated knives to cut tomatoes. Does everybody do that? If they don't, they that should. Thing? Honestly, it's, it's Why didn't I think of that? things that my wife taught me. BLTs, huh. which should be another in the kitchen episode because I don't know who doesn't love a BLT. Oh my I, gosh. I think that's, that's where I found that one out on. Cutting tomatoes with serrated knives. I feel like I just saw color for the first time. <laughs> and Phil doesn't exaggerate at all. Yeah, that would be my list. Those three knives. Cool. Chef's knife, paring knife, bread knife. Get rid of all the rest. 
Give it away. Give your meat cleaver to the butcher. Give your turkey carver to your, I don't know. Turkey carver. Poultry. Poultrist. Poltergeist. There you go. Your local friendly neighborhood. Poltergeist. Poltergeist. (laughs) That's something different. (laughs) No, it's the same thing. Yeah, poltergeists are turkey turkey farmers. That's, huh. that's their official name, right? Oh, I, I knew that for sure. I knew that. But yeah, like one oh, thing, uh, one, one thing that I love about that idea of of just trimming it down to three is you can actually get three different knives that you like. You don't have to get them in a set. They don't all have to match. And if you're only buying three of something, typically you might have a little more budget to buy something that you like a little bit better and suits your needs a little bit better than if you were buying nine of something or 10 of something. Yeah. And you don't have to go crazy. I mean, there's some really fantastic knives out there and some budget ranges. Maybe, maybe we'll do an episode on, on each of those three, but you know, since we were looking at pairing knives, you look at the reviews and one of the top reviewed knives is a $7 pairing knife. Hmm. So you don't have to break the bank. We'll have to like, yeah, we'll, we'll have some show notes. And maybe throw out some ideas on what are some really good affordable knives that can, yeah, help us move along a little bit. I learned something for sure. And I feel like maybe from a cheesy philosophical approach, uh, which I'm kind of that guy, I'm often finding the the value in something that doesn't actually exist. But um, I think maybe even just the philosophical approach of figuring out the whole dad thing and trying to be a better father trimming down like you're saying as as cheesy as it sounds i think there's some lessons uh that we can learn from from the amount of utensils we have in the kitchen you know just finding something that you love and doing it over and over again with repetition is going to lead us to be more comfortable with it and hopefully i think that would lead us to to just be better at at what we do and be better dads yeah so i think i can translate to several different well i I wonder if the act of freeing up mental space, you know, if we're, if we're taking some of those, some of those tasks that previously seemed beyond us or overwhelming or something and, and kind of paring them down, if that does free up mental space that we can then give to things that maybe matter more in our lives. This podcast goes deep. I hope you guys oh, are ready. And we've only started. We are going to solve the world's problems with this thing i'm so excited absolutely and another thing that uh, i kind of liked about this idea is that it appeals to like the the gear and gadget geek inside of me i love diving into reviews and finding like the ideal solution the ideal like product that solves my problems and one thing that i found is that in that process i was excited to use the knives that we got and it felt like I had a little bit more, I don't know, the kitchen didn't feel as foreign to me. It wasn't like all of these utensils that were my wife's or, you know, that other people bought us. But there was just a little bit more ownership and a little bit more buy-in and a little bit more excitement in the kitchen for me. And yeah, for sure. I don't know. That's I don't think that's a bad thing when you're, all when that you're research trying to spend more time in there. Yeah. Which in turn... I think he's going to pay off uh, for me because I'm not so much a researcher as I am a clicker of things that might look fancy on a wedding registry. So the things I would do if I could do it over again. That's why we work well together. Not that I will. Like, I'm not going to 
<laughs> I'm not going to do that again. Yeah, I was going to say, we like Ashley, so you can, you can stick with her for a while. She's, she's blushing. I can, I can see it through the radio waves. Sure. I can see it through the internet, cloud, whatever this is. All right. Well, Chris, nice are fun. Dress, lemon zesters. Like the lemon zester. You got to be careful around those. Sometimes. Sometimes. So be safe, everybody. And thanks for tuning in. Just in case people wanted to, I don't know, figure out when our next episode comes out or give us some feedback. Let us know what knives they like or check out our blog even, which we'll hopefully have a little bit more info on some of the things that that we like. Where can they find all of that, Phil? Yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned that. Keep the conversation rolling at dadskitchenco.com for the blog. And really excited about that, what that's going to look like. The show notes, obviously, the research that you're talking about, but also just some really helpful resources. Check us out on Instagram. What's our Instagram handle? Dad's Kitchen Co. Yes, on the Instagram. And then I think Facebook's just Dad's Kitchen. Lots of platforms. Lots of mediums of communication. So check one of those out and uh, we hope to see you back for our next episode. So thanks, Phil.